St. Matthews, we are totally committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. 
Jesus is God the Son and the Son of God. It is our desire that you become saved right where you sit by professing your belief in Jesus Christ and asking him into your life. The Bible says that Jesus our Savior died for all your sins. He was buried and rose on the third day with all power in his hands. To be saved, just pray this prayer with me right now. Lord Jesus, I believe you died for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. I believe you are God the Father's only begotten Son. Lord, come into my life and save my soul. If you've done that, email, call, or write us so we can send you written materials on your newfound faith. We have a ministry for your entire family. It's truly some great people in this church that really just want to, that really have like a heart for God and really just want to like just serve. The Holy Spirit has a way of, of sending uh, a word to answer some of the questions that you might have. I've seen the impact that it not only had on my family, St. Matthews, but also that it has in our community. I tell people, because they're seeing the difference in me, and they're saying, what, what are you doing? I'm like, me and my husband, we go going to church. What church do you go to? And I say, St. Matthews in Williamstown. And like, I'm so proud to say that I go there because it changed my life. It's home. Good morning. I'm Dr. Raymond M. Gordon, senior pastor of the St. Matthews Baptist Church here in Williamstown, where Jesus is the main attraction. We glorify his name. We magnify him on this Lord's day. This is the day the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and be glad in him. He's King of Kings and He's Lord of Lords. And on this Lord's Day, we reverence His person. His person is the Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God and God the Son. We, amen, revere His preeminence. He is before all things and everyone, and we worship Him in spirit and in truth. And then we respond to His providence that God chooses the hour of the moment. And right now, through this pandemic virus, we are trusting him and him alone. We are leaning on the everlasting arms of Jesus Christ. And we are thankful that God woke us up this morning and started us on our way. I want to say this, that the songwriter said, victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind. Victory today is mine. We have the victory because we have Jesus. Amen. And we are thankful today as we praise him, as we magnify his name, as we glorify who he is. He's truly King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He's the potentate of paradise. Look to the hills from whence cometh your help. Your help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Praise his name. I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you. Amen. Before you answer, before you pray, I will answer. Before you call, I will show up. God is a God of goodness, grace, and glory. 
We magnify him as he is king of kings and lord of lords. There's no other name given among men whereby we must be saved but the name of Jesus. This is a time for us to stop, pause, and praise his name. We're praising Jesus because he is the one, hallelujah, that sustains us. He is the one that supports us. He is the one, hallelujah, that lifts us up when we're feeling down. He is the one responsible for our deliverance. Can I get a witness? And we praise his name. We magnify him. We glorify him. Thank you, Jesus, for being an all-wise, all-knowing God. Thank you for being a prayer-answering God. Thank you for being a present God, a present help in the time of trouble. And no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. The Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeem of the Lord say so. We praise him this morning. We thank him. We magnify him. And God chooses providentially where we are in time. Noah had to go through the flood. Do I have a witness? And uh, three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had to go through the fire. And you and I got to go through something. We go through so that when we come out, We know who brought us through. We shout, we magnify, we glorify him. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Praise his name. Praise his holy and everlasting name. This is our day of worship. This is our day where we magnify the name of Jesus. We glorify the name of Jesus. Hallelujah for his goodness, mercy, and his grace. Now, I want to tell you that we're praying for you. We're praying for every member of this church, their family. We're praying for you this morning that you would be safe, secure, and that you would keep your space, wear gloves and a mask when you're out and about. We pray in the name of Jesus that you would take time to praise him. You would take time to recognize him, to revere him, to respond to his word. We're giving an an assignment for the next seven days. Each day, I want all of you to read two psalms. Well, what are the psalms? I'm glad you asked. The psalms spanned over a period of a thousand years. They are eloquent expressions of our experiences, even though we have failed or fractured. Amen. And God shows up by faith. So I want you to read two Psalms a day, Psalm 1 and 2, start with the first. And then I want you to read, I'm sorry, five Psalms a day, your home. Amen. Psalm 1 through uh, uh, 5 each day, 6, watch this now, through 11, second day, amen. And then I want you to read one chapter of St. John. Let me say that again. Five Psalms, amen, they're short, and then one chapter of St. John meditatively and let the Lord speak to your heart. The purpose of the Psalms was to comfort, console, Amen. And take in consideration that you serve a covenantal God. Amen. And he's worthy. He's dependable. He's a delivering God. 
and we thank God for him. And then as we pray for you and you pray for us, as we recognize you on the altar, amen, of grace, as we come boldly to the throne of grace, totally on the merit of Jesus Christ, not on our merit, but on his merit, he's worthy, amen. We're asking all of you to continue to tithe online so this ministry can continue and mail in your tithes to P.O. Box 817 Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. And we love you. You be faithful to God because God has been faithful to you. There's food on your table. There's clothes on your back. There's money in your pocket. Can I, and you, you have loved ones to share with. So be faithful to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This morning, in our text, we are in a very familiar passage of Scripture, and we're going to be preaching and teaching out of the makeup of God's mercy, memory, and majesty. Let me, let me say that again. The makeup of God's mercy, memory, and majesty. If ever we see the benefits and the blessings and the breakthrough of the righteous, it is here in Psalm 20, a psalm of David. That is, this psalm of David deals with the love and the liberty and the leading of Almighty God. Amen. That... He leads us when we are depressed. He leads us when we are demoralized. He leads us when we feel dead. And in this pandemic virus, we feel demoralized. We feel depressed. And sometimes we even feel dead. But God has something to say to the righteous. Do I have a witness that this sovereign act of God... Amen, uh, is a God of superiority within himself as we see, listen, his mercy. Now let me stop on mercy. Mercy is not giving us what we do deserve. Grace is giving us what we don't deserve. The fact that God is merciful, God, amen, has in his mercy displayed what we call communicable attributes of God. Now, God has communicable and incommunicable attributes. What are attributes? They are part of his nature. In the incommunicable attributes, those are uh, attributes of God which only God can display. Omnipresence, omnipotence, that means knowing everything before it happens. Amen. Uh, uh, all power, omniscience. He knows. He acts as God. We cannot display incommunicable attributes. But God does give us communicable attributes, which he communicates to man through the blessed Holy Spirit is seen in Galatians. The fruit of the Spirit is seen through the uh, 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 ministry of the Holy Spirit so God can impart to us, listen, communicable attributes. And when we think of his communicable attributes, the first one is love. Now, love, from God's perspective, and I need to say this, 
Love is first, listen, sacrificial. Whenever we claim to love someone, we ought to be sacrificial in their lives. It's sacrificial, it's giving service, and it's giving support to that person. That's what love is defined as. And he talks about love, this agapeo love, this agape love, this sacrificial giving, servicing love is displayed in us. And then he moves from, listen to this, he moves from love, amen, to joy. Well, what is joy? Joy is us rejoicing even in time of ruin. Now, let me stop, pause, and park. That is, uh, some people can only rejoice when everything is fine. It's when things are not going well that you can rejoice. Because you're rejoicing in his person, in his power, in his providence, Lord have mercy, in his protection, you're rejoicing in him. Hallelujah. Rejoicing in a time of ruin, and it's, it's, it's not only love and joy, but it's peace. And this peace, thank you Jesus, permeates our being. Amen. As God turns, listen to this, as God turns wounds and warfare into worship. He speaks to the storms. He settles the storms in your hearts and in your minds. He speaks peace to your souls. He says love, joy, peace, and long-suffering is God. Amen. Is tolerant of our evil temperaments. God knows that we are but dust. And then we go into his kindness and his tenderness, which is God's pity. Just in his communicable attributes, God shows us a great deal of mercy. I'm going to pity this boy because he doesn't know any better. I'm going to pity him because he's flesh. I'm going to pity him because he has fractures. He has failed. I'm going to pity him because he doesn't know what's good for him. So, so we thank God for his mercy. And then uh, his mercy is predicated, listen, on his character. God's character is to show mercy. Thank you, Jesus, for your mercy. Thank you for your goodness and your grace. Thank you for your long-suffering, your peace, and your joy. Thank you! Based on his character. But secondly, he not only shows mercy, he has and shows memory. All of God's memory is predicated on a covenant that is in Christ Jesus. It's an everlasting covenant that Jeremiah talked about. It's a covenant that will never cease. Now let me stop pausing part because for you Bible students in Genesis 15 when Abraham under the Abrahamic covenant after Abraham came from war with the five kings and retrieved Lot, his nephew Amen God had to remind Abraham, who turned down a reward from these five kings, God said, I am your shield and your exceedingly great 
Lord, have mercy, reward. And Abraham said, well, Lord, I go childless and I'm getting old. I have no one. And God said, listen, here's what I want you to do. I want you, amen, to know that I am with you. And the Bible says in Genesis 15, 6, and Abraham believed God, listen, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Hallelujah. What a God. So God said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take three she-heifers, three rams, three goats, turtle doves and pigeons, cut them up, put them in pieces, lay them on the ground. And the Bible says, once Abraham laid these pieces on the ground, that birds came to eat them up and he chased away the birds. Let me stop Paul's apart. Birds in scripture, amen, evidences Satan, evil. Amen. These birds wanted to take away what God had told Abraham to do. And he chased away the birds. And you and I got to chase away Satan. He's a liar. The truth is not in him. He's false. He's a failure. Amen. And he's going to suffer eternity in hell. So we got to chase away doubt. We got to chase away. Amen displacement. We got to chase away demoralizing feelings. We got to rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And when he chased it away, God put Abraham to sleep. Don't miss this. He put him to sleep. Why did he put him to sleep? Because this awesome God was swearing to himself, by himself, for himself, with himself. He didn't want Abraham involved. And sometimes when we get demoralized, Sometimes when we become depressed, sometimes when we feel like giving up and throwing a towel in, God will put us to sleep. And he'll swear to himself, for himself, with himself, in himself. Oh, I wish I had a witness up in this place. When God could not swear by any greater, he swore by himself. And when Abraham was asleep, the Bible says late at night, a light, a furnace, Eh, went between the pieces of the meat and God swore to himself that he would be true to Abraham. There are times, child of God, in our lives when God can't depend on our faith. God can't depend on our fortitude. God can't depend on obedience without fractures and the same God hallelujah the same covenantal God amen swore by himself to himself with himself for himself on behalf of the redeemed Psalm 20 and Psalm 21 are concerned are, are considered to be listen twin psalms Both are psalms where ceremony is uttered to God. The difference is Psalm 20 is a ceremony before the battle, which involves faith. Now let me stop pausing part because during this pandemic, during this coronavirus, 
during all the shutdowns in society, all the people laid off work, all the people that are hurting, all the people that are dying, all the people that are sick. Amen. Listen to this now. God is still faithful. In the Bible, the Bible, the Bible says that before and during the battle, we ought to praise him by faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Yeah, and the evidence of things not seen. So Psalm 20 is a ceremony of praise before the battle. Psalm 21, the twin psalm, is a, is a ceremony of praise after the battle. One is faith, one is finish. We believe that God is able. And we see, listen, we see in theocracy, these holy wars, that Jesus is the commander-in-chief. Do I have a witness? He is, yes he is, our commander-in-chief. And based on his character, his covenant, and his communion, we will see three significant outcomes of grace, goodness, and his glory. So as we begin to look at this passage of scripture in Psalm 20, a Psalm of David, David is ceremoniously praising God before the battle. You better understand in in 2 Chronicles 20 when Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, was had heard that the enemy was coming in large numbers to defeat Israel. He called for a fast, they prayed, and God came to Jehoshaphat through the prophet and said, this battle is not yours. This battle belongs to the Lord. Do I have a witness? That, 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 that as we look at three major points here in Psalm 20, first we see an offering a prayer. Psalm 20, first five verses, we see an offering of prayer. Now let me, let me say this because this, this is a very interesting undertaking. There are no less than five maze in some amen uh, Bibles. And, and the first thing in verse one is, may the Lord Listen to this. Answer you in the day of trouble. The word may is a very concrete, positive word that this is what God's going to do. As, as, as we see this offering of prayer, may the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. The day of trouble is the day of difficulty, the day of delay, the day of dilemma, the day of depression. May, may the Lord deliver you, Lord have mercy, and may the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. I believe right now as you are parting your lips, as you are in distress, God has already answered your prayer. May the Lord answer your prayer in the day of trouble. And then we, we see, may 
the name of the God of Jacob, that's the God of promises, defend you. He, he moved and transformed Jacob from a supplanter to a supporter. Ah, from an ain't to a saint. Do I have a witness? And, and, and God is able. May the name of the God of Jacob, the word Jacob is supplanter, the word Israel, which his name was changed to, is the God of promises. He is who he said he was. May he send you help, listen, from his sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. May, the Lord's going to do this as we offer uh, up our prayers. Why? Because of his character. It's nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with your sense of goodness, your sense of greatness. Your sense of yieldness. God's not dealing with that. God put you and I to sleep. He's swearing to himself, by himself, for himself, with himself. That's the faithfulness of his character. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, tenderness, kindness. God is this God. Amen. That ministers to a people. May He, God, remember all of your offerings and accept your burnt sacrifices. And then on the end of that is salah, which is a Hebrew word for stop, pause, and meditate. Don't go any further. Stop and meditate on who God said he is. Stop and meditate on the fact that God will remember you and accept the little you do as a lot. May he grant you according uh, to your heart's desires and fulfill your purposes. I'm thankful that before the battle, Lord have mercy, Psalm 20, I'm thankful that there is a ceremony to God of praise for the offering of our prayers. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But secondly, we see not only the, off, the, the, the offering of prayer, but the overview, listen, of our personal privileges, his covenant. He is a covenantal God. He cannot lie. If he said it, that ends it. We believe it. The promises are yea and amen. Paul seized on these promises when he said, we are troubled. Thalipsis is the Greek word. We are troubled on every side, but we're not distressed. Perplexed, but not forsaken. Cast down, but never destroyed. Always abounding on the name of the Lord Jesus. Ah, that, that is, that is, when he's dealing with a man, verses 6 to 8, he's dealing with this matter of his covenantal privileges. We will rejoice in your deliverance. Now, let me stop pausing part. We praise God 
for the deliverance. And from God's perspective, listen to this, you're going to learn something. His deliverance showed up before his difficulty. In other words, when the deliverance was already there and the difficulty came, the deliverance told the difficulty, go on and do your thing. I've got his back. The Lord's got our back. Not the White House, not the government, not the world, not the scientists, not the doctors. The Lord's got our back. Look to the hills from which cometh your help. Your help doesn't come from social media. Your help doesn't come, amen, from wearing masks and gloves, although we ought to. Your help comes from Yahweh, the Lord. He's King of Kings. He's Lord of Lords. God wants you to lift your head high to the hills uh-huh, from whence cometh. Lord, have mercy. Your help. So many of us don't see Jesus until trouble comes. We don't live for Jesus until trouble comes. We don't spend time with Jesus until trouble comes. We take him for granted. And God's got to let providentially things take place to open up our eyes, open up our heart, open up our minds, open up our wills. Open up our hands, open up our wealth, open up our money, open up. He says, we will rejoice in your deliverance. Can you imagine Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? We're going to go there another time. They were threatened to be thrown into a fiery furnace if they did not fall down and worship this nine foot by nine image, which futuristically deals with the Antichrist, and they said, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, they respected the king, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we're not careful to answer you. But be it known to you that we will not bow down to this image. Nebuchadnezzar, if you don't bow, I'm going to throw into a fiery furnace and I'm going to heat it seven times as hot as it is now. And they, and, and they bound the three Hebrew boys, uh, friends of Daniel. They bound the three Hebrew boys. They threw them in a furnace. But God had snatched the heat. God had put out the fire. God got in the fire with him. Do you know this morning, Jesus is in your home with you. Jesus is in your family. Jesus, 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 the Christ. Nebuchadnezzar said, didn't we not, look at the math, throw three in, but behold, I see a fourth one, and it looks like the Son of God. Won't Jesus get in the fire with you? Won't Jesus get in the flames with you? Won't Jesus get in the heat with you? And he'll snatch it out because he wants witnesses of who he is. I'm a witness that he's able. I'm a witness that he's high and holy. I'm a witness he's got all power. 
in his hands. I'm a witness. He can fix a marriage. He can fix a ministry. He can fix a mind. He can fix a heart. He can fix a will. He can fix my fears. He can fix my fractures. He can fix my failings. I'm a witness. Lord have mercy. And in uh the name of our God, we will set up our banners. Uh, In other words, we'll set up our praise banners. We're going to praise him in the midst of our problems. We're going to praise him, yeah, in the midst of our downfalls. We're going to keep on praising him. We're going to lift up the name of Jesus. Uh, Do I have a witness? I have my banner this morning. Jesus is my banner. Can I get a witness? And I will not fear what man can do unto me. Jesus is my victory. Now... I know. Uh, Look what he says in Psalm 29. I know that the Lord saves his anointed people. Now I know. When all hell's breaking out, when the hellhounds is on my trail, when I feel like giving up, when I feel like dying, when I'm demoralized, yeah, when I'm depressed, when I want to throw the towel in, when I don't understand where's all this stuff coming from, why is it coming? Hey, can I, when will it leave? I, I, I'm going to praise his name. My Lord will fulfill all of my petitions and he's going to save his anointed people and he's going to save his anointed prophets those that know who he is can I get a witness that 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 is that is that is we see an offering of our prayers we see an overview of our privileges but finally we See, an oversight of God's majesty. Now, let me stop pausing part because you and I have nothing to do with his majesty. We have nothing to do with his mercy. We have nothing to do, hallelujah, uh, yeah, with uh-huh, his medicine to cure us. We see an oversight of God's majesty that is his communion as we commune as Abraham did with the most high God as we believe amen as we wait on the Lord and the Bible shows us a contrast some trust in chariots and in horses but uh, we will remember the name of the Lord, our God, who is Jesus. Uh, do I have a witness? They have fallen, but we stand upright. We are risen. His majesty is his communion. His majesty is who he said he is. Do I have a witness? We see the offering of our prayers. We see the overview of our privileges, which are covenantal. We, yeah, we see 
the oversight of our praise that he is worthy. Ah, he is mighty worthy. He is my worth. And worth is why we worship. We worship him because he's worthy. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. Worthy is Jesus who's the author and finisher of our faith. Worthy is our Christ who possesses all power. Can I get a witness? They led him to Golgotha. They put him on a cross. They crucified him dead. They buried him. But early on Sunday morning, the Bible says he got up with all power in his hands. And uh, he's worthy. And not only is he worthy, he's, amen, willing to deliver us. Uh, Do I have a witness? And he is to be worshipped. I, I, I want to I wanna stop pausing park. I learned years ago that it's only Jesus that can transform us. It's only Jesus that can translate us. It's only Jesus that can transcend us. It's only Jesus. Only Jesus. Only Jesus. Only Jesus. Only Jesus. Only Jesus the Christ that gives me hope. Only Jesus the Christ that makes me want to sing praises to him. Only Jesus the Christ that causes all things to work together for the good. Only Jesus the Christ has got my back, my front, my sides, my ups, and my downs. The Lord is my light and my salvation. On this Lord's day, as we are praising him for who he is, as we are worshiping him and recognizing his worth, as we, hallelujah, uh, are following the precepts of Psalm 20, we're singing ceremony before the battle, an overview, an offering, an outcome. Thank you, Jesus. You are who you said you are. Your King of Kings and your Lord of Lords. You're the potentate of paradise. You are the Lamb of God, the Logos of God, the love of God, the ladder to God. You are all you said you were. And today we take time out and reverence you. We thank you. We praise you. We are protected by you in this pandemic virus. Be still and know that I am God. Now we must be obedient to the voice of those that are above us. We need to space ourselves six feet from others, wear masks, wear gloves when going out, wash your hands 
for 20 seconds repeatedly. Stay in, stay in, stay in unless you have a definite need to go out. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Father, in the matchless name of Jesus, we come to thank you for this great psalm, this psalm of victory, a psalm of an offering of prayer, a psalm, Lord God, of an overview of privileges, a psalm of an oversight, O God, of praise. We thank you this Lord's day that you are able to keep us from falling. Now unto him who's able to keep you from falling to present you faultless before his presence. Hallelujah. We glorify your name. And we choose to be still and know that you're God. We choose to praise you in the midst of this problem. Pandemic virus. You're too wise to make a mistake. And when we come forth, and we coming forth. I, I, I don't know if you believe it, but we coming forth. We coming out of this. You can bet your bottom dollar. We're coming forth with praise and thanksgiving. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. And this is a time he's making us to lie down in green pastures. Leading us beside still waters, restoring our soul. Leading us in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk. We're walking through some valleys. Through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why, David? For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff is hook and is crook. They comfort me. He's preparing a table before me in the presence of my enemies. My cup of joy is running over. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Do your assignments, two psalms, five psalms a day, five psalms a day, one through five, two chapters of St. John, and we'll see you back, Lord's will, next Sunday morning, 1125. Again, tithe online and give. Send your envelopes in to P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. God bless you. We love you. Using your smartphone, the method is simple, safe, and speedy. To get using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment.